the college football experience weekday preview and picks episode for Tuesday through Friday in DFS uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pickup scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN at, under, at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Plus, we're brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast. They just launched their YouTube channel. And to celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. What are you doing, folks? You wear an MMA gambling podcast hoodie, you're less likely to get your ass whooped at any time. You're less likely to get into a fight. And if you do get in a fight and perhaps you win, you're only going to look cooler wearing an MMA gambling podcast hoodie. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. And remember, as always, folks, too, let it ride. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, but I mean, what a, uh, what a loaded slate that we have. Cause I'm excited for this time of year. And uh, you know, I guess I'll, I'll reveal that in a second, but folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swing database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened he was a superstar nobody knows nothing somebody knows double the price but no one touches Dundee I love you conference USA I love you conference USA for making that move playing the weekday games but let's not forget the heart of weekday college football has always been in the Maxion, baby. <laughs> That's true. We got Maxion this week. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for the DFS God himself. Remember, we invite you to come play DFS. We're going to talk DFS later in this episode, but uh, yeah, come play DFS with us. You can find him on Twitter at nc underscore underscore n i c k. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, a free lock giving, former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up, Red Nick in the place to be. There we go. Happy Monday, man. Let's do this.
you been, buddy? And uh, happy Maction. Yes, you know, I, you know. On one hand, I'm sad to see the the Conference USA go because they're moving back to Saturdays now. They had what a three week run where we really got to see these teams more than we usually would on Saturday. Because let's face it, we're not catching a whole lot of CUSA games on a loaded Saturday slate. So they're gonna kind of fade back into obscurity. But it was fun while it lasted, and uh, we were on a roll last week too, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean. What did we? What was that final record, including the FCS games? Which, by the way, we hit all three FCS games. The fucking Long Island Sharks came so, out of nowhere and won. Yeah, I think we shared all three FCS games, right? We didn't disagree on those. Yeah, and Brown won on the money line in the which Ivy think, League game. I think we mentioned a, a, a you know possible sprinkle on that. Um, so we, we did have some differences with FBS, but I went six and one with my only loss. So that means you went eight and one. Oh, no, nine and one for the Ooh. week on all of your picks, FCS Ooh. and FBS. Man. Un believable. And the the only one being that heartbreaker with Sam Houston, you know, what laying three and a half, I want to say. They're they're <laughs> up they're up seven I, or fourteen. How much were they up at one point? And yeah, then they no. throw the pick six. I'm done. It was I have a future. I have an over on, on FC or on Sam Houston. And I'm I'm they're the best. I was telling Patty see this. They're gonna be the best 0 and 12 team of all time. <laughs> they were up 21-13 at the half, and then later in the third quarter, they're up 27-13, looking pretty good. And then of course the uh the fourth quarter happens where they get outscored 17 to 7, descended into overtime. Unfuckable. Oh, man, jeez. Uh shout out to the chat. Remember, you can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience. Weehawk says they should stay on Tuesday and Wednesday. The CUSA. It was fun. They probably should. And just quick correction, the game didn't go into overtime. It was that 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 last second field goal by Buzz Flabiano. Big <laughs> buzz. Yes, yes. And uh shout out to Ryan Hassey saying those FCS games were fire. Yeah, you know, you gotta love it. And Billy Ten saying it's Maction season, baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um I mean, yeah, it was a fire week. Um, well, it, it, look, I always try to get your reaction on the week because you're not available at two a.m. or four a.m. your time uh, <laughs> to do the uh, the Saturday reaction show. But right. you know, you did have some uh, some some big time games. Um, uh, you know, some big time news also. Uh, you know, in, in college football. Sure. With with certain things, you had terrible targeting penalties. I don't know if you saw Shiloh Sanders get ejected for that ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous. Awful. What did you think of that? that was, I mean, just ridiculous. And and to your point, there was a handful of them. That wasn't the only one. That there was at least three or four I saw where it's like you know. And why eject them? If you're gonna throw the flag for 15 yards, first off, that shouldn't even be the case. But okay, give them 15 yards. That's not that big of a deal. The fact that you're ejecting kids, you know, for these questionable leading with the helmet targeting plays is absolutely ri- ridiculous. So, I mean, the 15 yards is, is bad enough, but then to eject them just makes it worse. It, it's just ridiculous. Well, one of the things I also think uh, that, that is so intriguing about like, or about this day and age is like you have all these, uh, I felt like there was a legit good pushback, even from fucking quarterbacks, like RG three tweeting out, like, what are we doing with football? Danny yeah. Cannell doing the same thing. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Richard Sherman's like, wait, so we're supposed to go low and hurt them. I think the receivers would rather have them go high. Right. I don't know. I mean, it, it's a bummer. I don't think Colorado was going to win that game, but they were in that game. 
It was right. not, that game was not a blowout. And one thing we know about the buffs is they don't have any depth. So like when you lose a player that is one of their best players, sure. You know that that really that really hurts. Now it, it I, hurts more than fifteen yards. You know, yeah. I mean, th- th- those fifteen yards penalties have called at the right time. They can be very impactful, but not as much as losing a play for the, the rest of the game, especially if it's you know relatively early in the game. Just ridiculous. yeah, and I I just don't know where does this stop. I mean, we saw it in the NFL yesterday. Like, I just think. We've well, hit, like, our, we've our other brother says he thinks that in ten years they're basically going to be playing flag football. <laughs> so, why though? I mean, what, like, why? Why are we doing? Like, I don't understand I don't why we're. I, I don't know I, who's oh, yeah. in charge. You're yeah. right. I don't know if it's you know conference commissioners. Or I even because I even think the players want this. The players want to play. Like Shiloh Sanders tweeted out today. Like, uh, you know, let's bring old school football back. You know, yeah. like, and I think the players really want who, who is on the other side of this coin is hey, what I want to know. Maybe, maybe perhaps the, the pendulum is about to swing in the other direction because it's been swinging way too far in one direction for way too long. So maybe we'll see some changes. I just, I don't know. It just seems like it keeps on getting a, a little worse and a little worse, you know, when, when it comes to targeting penalties. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't even understand what the, the, the goal is to play, play defense right now. Like what? What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Like you can't, it's bad enough with the roughing the passers, which I I would, we could do another 20 minutes on that, but I'm saying that then like when, so when the, when the players catch the ball, you know, or how a fullback or a running back or a tight end or whatever, any offensive player can lower their head, but the defensive player can't, right? It happens all the time on offense. Right. We don't we don't give them shit for it. It's just ridiculous. And another one of those hits was in a game that we, we should probably talk about the Kansas Oklahoma game, the Jason Bean one, which was another oh absolutely God. absolutely ridiculous. But that aside, a couple of us were definitely on Kansas. I know you called for the money line. You could see Oklahoma was due to drop one, dude. They and they're gonna drop multiple. Like I I think they're yeah. gonna lose this weekend. I, I mean, they, I'm definitely taking the six points. Yeah. Or it, it, it was six this morning at least. Yeah, no, and I I think when like when you look at the other games uh, that they have to play, I think home to West Virginia after that. I mean, I, I would favor Oklahoma, but not by much. Yeah, at but at BYU, sure. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, there's anyway. at least one other undefeated team, if if not a couple more, where you can, you start to see like each week they're just barely squeaking by, and you know, I'm gonna say this week. Washington perhaps might be last week's Oklahoma because they keep on now. They just don't look right. They don't look as good as they did the first, what, four weeks of the year. Now, so. now you know what the answer is on uh, from Husky fans, right? Is that in the Oregon game, there is a moment in the Oregon game. And I think the second half, like the late third or early fourth where panics yeah. goes down and he actually, he, he threw an interception, I think on that play. And he goes to the sidelines and he's going like this on the sidelines for, and he looks like he's in pain. Yeah. And because uh, you know, he's a, he's got a big injury history. Sure. Uh, and then the fact that they are playing for a playoff berth, he's had to play each week. You couldn't afford that drop off. Now that's well, their excuse. Like, I'm sorry, but you know um, who else has had quarterback injuries? Uh, we'll say Duke for one. Uh, you can say Texas. Uh, who else in the, uh, the pac 12? Um, I, I just was just thinking about it. 
Uh, well, Jaden Delora, but I would actually say that yeah. worked out in their favor. Oh, Utah, Utah has yeah. had their quarterback yeah. all year long, the, and know, their so. and their second string. <laughs> right, you <laughs> can go towards to ACL. UCF has had problems with injuries. A bunch of Big Twelve teams. I think half the Big Twelve has had their quarterbacks out. You know, certain weeks. So injuries are part of the game. So uh, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, other takeaways. Uh, I mean, uh, you had uh, JMU continue to win. Air Force continue to win. Um, North Carolina continue to lose for the no, second week in a row. No, continue to lose to Georgia Tech, dude. I told yeah, Noah. <laughs> I told Noah we had to clip. I know Noah's doing college basketball. I don't think this clip's going to come out probably. Yeah, because we're just jamming out so much college basketball content. Overworked. But two weeks ago, you know, Carolina beats Miami, and you know the meat of their schedule had kind of like now. Now they get to. Right now, now they, they get Virginia breath, and you know, Georgia yeah. Tech, and I go right. no, no, no. I, I think we all on our pick show said this is where they see. This is my problem. This is where they will lose to those teams, right? Yeah. And I think we all said this. And I, I actually said, I bet you they barely get past Virginia, and they lose to Georgia Tech. But it was both. Patty C was right on, on I think on, on that side. And, so and now this week, I think is UVA versus Georgia tech, which is a kind of a hilarious game. <laughs> since they just, they both just beat UNC the UNC championship. Uh, yeah, and I, I know Ryan in the chat has, has mentioned tobacco road, having a tough weekend and certainly with Duke and UNC, but NC state beat Clemson. So yeah. that was a, a, a huge win for them. So not the entire and, tobacco and, road. And we did lock up North Carolina central in Durham on Thursday night That's last week. Right. That's um, right. Good point. Blanton in the chat says, as a UNC fan, these past two weeks have been unbelievable. They thought they had something different about them this year. Oh man. Well, the defense, you know, let you down at, you know, these last two weeks, that's for sure. And I know Blanton's our, our app state guy too. So uh, app is struggling also. That's for sure. They came back and won though. They came they did. back they got and the won, w. but uh, I'm going to the game at JMU in a couple of weeks here. And man, at this point, I just hope app doesn't get blown out, but I don't know. It seems like app plays everybody close. So maybe our over on app is still alive. It's still True. alive. Barely. But, uh, I mean, that was not, I don't even think that was encouraging because Southern miss has been that bad. You know, you're just I like, talked yeah. to, uh, I talked to a neighbor that's app state guy you know, has season tickets and he, and he was, he was in Boone last week and he was saying that pretty much everybody's calling for Clark's head now. Do it. All right. Do it. Um, Anything, anything else you want to any anything else you hi, you want to highlight? I mean, Notre Dame beat Pitt by fifty one points. Pat Narduzzi's calling out his team. Ooh. Miami got very fortunate to get past Virginia. Yeah, uh, and and Miami still they won, so they won't scrutinize uh, Cristobal here. But he had another moment where he sat on the ball in a tie game with about forty seconds left to go, forty five seconds left to go. You know, um, one of the more surprising games was Boise State just putting it on Wyoming. <laughs> Shut, shutting them out, you know, after the first quarter, I didn't see that coming. I couldn't believe that one. I couldn't believe that gonna, one. Yeah, yeah. If we're gonna talk about all of our hits last week, and we had a lot of hits, we got to talk about some of our misses. And uh, Wyoming was a miss because, yeah, I mean, I thought that was going to be a close game. I mean, Boise State came on late last year. Are they about to do it again? Well, they need to do it this week in Fresno because the winner is going to probably play for the Mountain West Championship against right. Air Force. I'd argue um, they're not going to do it again because they haven't had a great track record in Fresno. I, I think Fresno might uh, might pull that off. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, I locked up San Jose State against Hawaii. Did you yep. see that? And and to I, me, I was and I think I was with you on that too. Yeah, I mean, they're a team. 
I know that they're they they I think they already lost at Boise in a game they were up 17 points going into the That's fourth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they're a team now. They lost to Air Force and Boise, so unfortunately, but they get Fresno in a couple of weeks. I think they could beat Fresno. So if Fresno ends up beating Boise, Fresno's already got one loss at Wyoming. You could get this wacky. There's no more divisions in the Mountain West. You get right. this wacky thing where uh, yeah, man, you got a healthy Mikey, healthy Mikey Keen with with Jeff Tetford as the head coach. I think I'd favor I would still Fresno favor there. Fresno, but I'm saying like, I'm just saying San Jose is way better than their record. Yeah, I think they, sure. they they might have had, had the really hardest first stretch. five. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Agreed. Um, yeah. Shout out to the chat. We're rolling along. People say, "Let's go, Mountaineers!" All right, let's hop into it because. We got Maction this week, folks. But before we get to those Maction games, I want to tell you that the College Football Experience uh, Weekday Preview and Picks episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. Uh, and for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars, and they're giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. 10 lucky players win 10 get 10 10 K each and every Sunday. Uh, so watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. We're also brought to you by the MMA gambling podcast contest. Look, uh, the MMA gambling podcast just launched their YouTube channel and in honor, uh, we're giving away a MMA gambling podcast hoodie to one lucky winner, head over to sports gambling slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today and make sure to subscribe to the MMA gambling podcast on YouTube. Um, I mean, what better way? Look, if someone's wearing an MMA gambling podcast or just anything MMA related and I'm seven whiskeys deep. And the guy's talking shit to me. Probably gonna think long and hard <laughs> about it. <laughs> yep, you're gonna, right. You're yeah, right. You're the yeah, man. Yeah. You're the man. <laughs> uh, and look, I've been saying this. You know, MMA and like UFC and shit is like opened up the door where like you never have any idea who could whoop your ass. I remember like wasn't there a video of like Suge Knight who was like six ten, former UNLV defensive tackle. He was uh, talking shit to someone at like a nightclub in Dallas. And uh, dude was like a UFC dude, or he didn't, you know, that shit. He didn't, you know, MMA or Muay Thai or some shit. And it's a great, it's like the great equalizer, man. Yeah. And, and to your point, a lot of small guys have gotten into it, you know. And so, yeah, you think, you know, you you might be bigger size wise. Oh, I can kick his ass. But if you don't know how yeah. to fight, if you're not skilled, you know, with the technique, then you yeah. get your ass kicked. Real well, quick. and it's super embarrassing because not only like are they just gonna hit you like directly in your face a couple times, like they'll have gonna, you pass out. Yeah, they're gonna choke your bitch yeah. ass out. <laughs> You'll be asleep. You'll be fucking asleep. Some dude looking like Martin Short gonna fucking uh, punch you know punch you three times right in the face. Next thing you know, you're asleep and and hanging out in the booth while the, the fucking the DJ keeps playing the hits. And you know what I mean? He's probably teabagging you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Uh yeah, folks, what are you doing? Uh, get that get that MMA gambling podcast sweatshirt. It's free. All right, Look, even if you can't fight, you're less likely to have people fuck with you. Makes sense. All right. There you go. Remember, as always, to let it ride. All right, we are back on the college football experience weekday preview and picks. And oh boy, Northern, we got action Tuesday night. Northern Hell Illinois. Yeah. Central Michigan, 
This is uh this is one for the ages here. NIU is currently laying five and a half points. And they've been a uh they've been a fun team. They're they're alive. They're alive to, to get to the MAC championship. This is a series that dates back to 1939, folks. Um Central Michigan does have an eight game lead, but that's what you gotta love about these old men. You know, while all of college football has changed, the Mac is just staying, staying strong, <laughs> baby. Saying, Oh, you want to do all this movement shit? Nah, we're, we're, right. we're, we're going to sit back. I don't even need a calendar to tell me it's November. I see the Mac playing on Tuesday. I say, Hey, it's November boys. <laughs> uh, look, this game happened last year and CMU won 32 or 35, 22. However, I don't believe Rocky Lombardi was healthy for it. You got to go back right. to the, the year play. before and Rocky Lombardi and Lombardi magic in Mount Pleasant at Kelly shorts stadium. It's the worst name for a stadium. 39, 38, 39, 38 Rocky Lombardi came out on top. And but in that game, Lombardi threw for three forty-eight and three touchdowns. So, I mean, I, you know, though, I think CMU is live. I think CMU. So here's another thing here. Both teams are four and four. They're trying to get to a bowl game. They want to play in the, the uh, you know, in the Quaker state bowl or some shit like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like go. they want to get there. Right. Uh, so it's a huge game. Northern NIU can still make the Mac championship, even mm-hmm. though they lost to Toledo, they need a little help, but at the same time they can still get there. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to take the points. I think the chips birdie manual junior is questionable. Now they've kind of moved off of him to, uh, to, to what's my guy's name here. Uh, what is it? What is his name again? Bauer, Jace Bauer. Uh, That's surprising too. That's been a weird situation. Emmanuel hasn't played since I think September 30th when he got hurt, but he's been on the depth chart the last two weeks. But even when Bauer missed a couple snaps, you know, he got hurt and he came back in that game, but another quarterback came in. So I don't know what's going on with Emmanuel, but I thought the offense was more explosive with him in it. Cause I mean, he was definitely a threat to take it to the house with his legs, pretty much any play. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what though? I think the chips are better than their record, man. You saw what they did to South Alabama. Who's a complete mystery fucking team this year. Uh, as we lost money on them on Saturday, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle that plus plus one seventy five money line. And I'm taking the chips plus five and a half, because one thing I know about NIU historically under Rocky Lombardi, so those games are always fucking like a one score game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was surprised when I was looking at the lines and, and making my picks this morning, it was three and a half. So it just with, you know, over the course of today's jumped up two points, which I liked it better at three and a half. But if you look at central Michigan, the last three weeks, you know, basically since um, Emmanuel hasn't played, they got whooped by Buffalo 37, 13, they lost to a bad ball state team and they just squeaked by Akron 17 to 10. It sure seems to me like something isn't right with that offense. Um, and there, there is the revenge angle from last year, Northern Illinois losing that, you know, Rocky Lombardi's sixth year quarterback. He's not going to be phased by the road trip to Mount Pleasant. And if you want to look at ATS records, Northern Illinois, three and one ATS on the road, central Michigan, oh, and three ATS at home. And they haven't covered a game since that big win over South Alabama, which seems like it was like two months ago at this point. So uh, I'm going to, you know what? I liked our pod starting off with a disagreement. I'm going to go. You're the crazy. Road favored. Y- you know why you're wrong? 
is because you're making sense and you forget this is the wacky <laughs> Mac. All right. Very true. Very true. If you want to dive a little bit deeper in, into the stats, Northern Illinois, six in the nation, defending the pass central Michigan, just 109th, maybe another big game by Rocky Lombardi and uh, central Michigan, 132nd, second to last in the nation, creating turnovers. Rocky Lombardi will get injured for the 75th thousandth time. That's quite possible. That's the that's the path to a victory for the chips. Fire up chips is what I say. Let's go. Um, on Tuesday night, we also have a a huge, huge game. More, hu- I mean, bigger than I think people will think because you know we all know Buffalo sucks ass, right? <laughs> I th- I think so, but. Every once in a while, they surprise you and they beat somebody like your Central Michigan Chippewas, thirty-seven, thirteen. They they lost the Fordham of the FCS. They looked they, <laughs> they got they, Liberty put up like a thousand points on them. Um, but don't look now, Buffalo controls their own fate on getting to the MAC championship. <laughs> now, granted, their next four games are at Toledo, home to Ohio, at Miami, Ohio. And home to Eastern Michigan, Ooh, but that's still, a, that's, a, that's a rough stretch. It's November, and you control your own fate. What more can you ask for? And they head to the the Glass Bowl to take on the Toledo Rockets. Last year, Buffalo happened to score an upset against Toledo, thirty four twenty seven. Maybe Buffalo's you, that team you know, that just gives in, them problems. In that game, Toledo was up twenty seven to ten going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> Buffalo scored 24 fourth quarter points. One of the reasons why I think I'm going to actually lay the points with Toledo is I think, you know, Toledo's a, a, a veteran team. Daquan Finn remembers that, uh, you know, Boone, Penny Boone, the running back remembers that they're not going to take their foot off the gas. They're going to keep it on the accelerator. I know you've mentioned several times this year, don't lay a lot of points with Toledo. And for the most part, you've been right. Toledo is 0-4 ATS as a double-digit favorite versus other FBS teams. That changes Tuesday night. No, I'm no, going to go no, Rockets. No, no, no. I'm going to lay the big number. You're making too much sense, crazy. dude. You're, you're, <laughs> I can't believe you actually did all this with points. You got to factor it. Part of what you should be writing down when you're going through this is, wait a second, this is the fucking wacky Mac. All right. And look, by the way, this is a rivalry game that dates back to 1926, almost a hundred years ago. They met for the first time ever. And uh, look, you don't have to go that far back to find the last time that, uh, that the bulls won in, uh, in, in Toledo. And by the way, do I need to mention that Buffalo's won three in a row against Toledo? That all the more reason why I like Toledo this year (laughs) is no, no, no. All right, 15 make, and a half points is ridiculous. That's one ridic- last point that also is going to make way too much sense, but Toledo is the best rushing team in the Mac. Toledo is the third best rushing team in the country. And meanwhile, Buffalo has the 117th rushing defense in the country. You'd Still, have to go- more, more sense, right? <laughs> yes. You'd have to go back to 2005 for the last time that Toledo would have covered this many points against Ooh. Buffalo. It ain't happening, but that's making too much sense. So I need to shut the fuck up and just say, this is the wacky Mac take the 15 and a half with the bulls on Tuesday night. And you know, there is something about taking dogs and taking points in Mac games. So I'm a little nervous about both of these, but uh, that's, that's where I'm going, man. I like the fact that we, uh, we differ on both of them Tuesday. I want to do a quick check on uh, the weather high of one at 
at kick. <laughs> Football weather, baby. That's what I love about the Mac. None of these sissy domes. You know what I mean? They need to get that fucking Mac championship out of that fucking roller rink in Detroit. Uh, yeah. What about what about the one in Mount Pleasant? Is that is that even colder? Uh, let's take a look here. It's only early November, so it might not be too bad. But that's gonna be thirty nine at kick. <laughs> God, it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, all right, uh, let's shift on over to Wednesday. Ball State Bowling Green. Ball State ha- is that? Is that, have they been the clear like most disappointing team in the MAC this year? Yeah, you know, I, I went over there. I think they had a win total of five and a half or six and a half. I was expecting ball state and even losing like Carson Lexington steel and, and a few others. I thought ball state was going to be better this year. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised at their two and six record. Yeah, me too. I think they're one of the, if I had to list like 20 most disappointing teams, I think they would probably make my list. Uh, this game, by the way, goes back to 1942. All right. Talking world war, world war two. Eh, let's, let's play some bowling green ball state football. And uh, Patty right. sees, uh, you know, Loeffler, the uh, the Bowling Green Falcons. He's a big fan. They've won three out of four by double digits, actually. I mean, how about this, dude? Ball State just can't beat this team, uh, w- with the exception of. Wait, they don't play every year though, because they're yeah, that's true. Of the Mac, that's right? true. Um, but man, Bowling Green kind of has their number. I would say, right? It seems that way, at least to me. Um, anyway. Uh, Bowling Green's laying five and a half, but once again, that makes too much sense. <laughs> I hate Leffler as a favorite, man. You cannot do that. Bowling Green won by what thirty-eight? I feel like the last time they played, but fuck. Yeah, it's about time I get off of a Mac favorite. So I'm on Ball State here. You know, maybe they've turned a corner. The last two weeks, they played Toledo really close, only losing thirteen to six, and again, they beat your Central Michigan Chippewas. So uh, I like Ball State here. Also, they you know they they benched Lane Hatcher. They're going with this dual threat guy. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his first name, Kyle Kelly. Yeah, he's averaging 85 plus rushing yards a game over the last three. So I like that element that he brings to the offense. And I don't trust any of the quarterbacks on Bowling Green. Whether your boy Connor Bazelak from Indiana, from Missouri before that, he's <laughs> he's transferred everywhere. Or yeah. or the other guy, Camden Orth. And the other point I'll say here is that. Bowling Green wants to run the ball, and actually, Ball State. The one good thing they have is a good run D, second best in the MAC. I think they can slow down that rushing attack and and keep it close and potentially uh, money line this. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, I'm I'm taking three dogs to start it off, but this is where this is where it's easy to see a tide turn. The Kent State Golden Flashes are heading into. No, so hold on. You're on Ball State too, then. I am. I'll okay. say plus five and sure. a half. Yeah, I think you sprinkle that money. Dude, I never take Leffler as a favorite. Like, I don't think I've ever taken <laughs> Leffler as a favorite in my life. I like All it. Right. Kent State's heading it. This is a Wednesday as well. Kent State at Akron. They used to have the rubber bowl. They should have preserved that instead of this infocision bullshit, but uh, it's still outdoors. I can't hate it too much. Kent State and Akron. This is the battle for the wagon wheel. This is the battle for the wagon wheel. This goes back to 1923, folks. 100 years old. All right. Take put that in your pipe and smoke at NFL. NFL didn't even exist. All right, let's go. They're gonna um, have uh, Darius Rucker come out and sing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, 
he's probably done Infocision Field before. Uh, I, right? I know he's a South Carolina Gamecock, but you know he, he did make that song "Wagon Wheel" popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kent State's won four straight in this matchup, but and I know DJ Irons is out, but I don't think so. Jeff Undercuffler's the name. Lay the three and a half with Akron. I'm still gonna hit my over three wins, and it starts with the win against Kent State. NC Nick, what are you doing in this matchup? I agree. Kent State is definitely still on auto fade. They're going to be on auto fade all of this year. Uh, Akron, I look, both teams are one and seven. There's not a whole lot to say here. If you look at like the stats, they all. I suck. love this game. It's a battle of the wagon wheel. That's all that matters. The fucking That's wagon right. wheel, right? But I think the fact that yeah, you got a team at home, Akron. Uh, I think they're better first off, and I think they're they're hungrier for a win here. Where Kent State, they've already thrown the towel in this year. So um, in year two with Moorhead, I think Akron needs this game more. I think they're going to come out and, and, and win pretty easily. I think so too. I think so yep. too. All right. Moving along. Let's jump over to Thursday, man. The Thursday night slate Thursday night slate is a first off it's three games, which is always nice. Especially four, four, four. If you had the FCS game in there, that's a good point. Let's go. Uh, but that's not available on the DFS side. But we have a game there in Lubbock, Texas. The yeah, the Sonny Dykes Bowl. He used to his dad, Spike Dykes, for legendary uh, Texas Tech coach. Uh, Sonny Dykes also played baseball for Texas Tech. Wow! Graduated. From, he was an assistant for Mike Leach at Texas Tech, and now he's at TCU. TCU heading into Texas Tech. This game goes back to 1926. The West Texas Championship is what they call this rivalry. Um, Texas Tech's laying three at home. Now, here's the thing here. I personally think TCU is a better football team. And I I actually like that backup quarterback. This will be his second road start. He lost his first one. Yeah. But Lubbock gets lit. Oh, man. Thursday night, primetime, nationally televised game. You better believe it. You look back last year was a 10 point TCU win. TCU's actually won four straight. Ooh. Why do I feel like the number is off? Like, don't you, if you had to set this, I would have thought maybe people would have favored TCU. I think, I think people know that this is a tough road trip. I think that, I think the line is fair. And I actually like Texas Tech. I think with, I was about to Bar- say the Lions telling me to take Texas Tech. Yeah, with Baron Morton, uh, he's expected to start. He's back healthy. He's an obvious upgrade over that true freshman Jake Strong, who had the the start at BYU and 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 threw three picks in that game. I mean, this is a play here where well, first off, you know, last two road trips for TCU lost to K State forty one to three and twenty seven fourteen at Iowa State. So I, I think you definitely go with the home team here, lay the field goal. I think Texas tech wins this. this I mean, that's a tough place to play. Come on. We're agreeing too much. Wait. So the only ones we disagreed with were the two Tuesday night games. Yeah. The Tuesday night games. Okay. Yeah. I think Texas tech's to play as uh, Joey McGuire. Also, I think he's got to, he wants to reestablish the fact that they're better than TCU. They haven't beat him in a while statement game for him. By the, the way, season. one, one yeah. quick thing, not to cut you off. Sorry. There's only one home dog on all these. FBS weekday games, and that's your Chippewas. Only one home dog. That's why you got to ride it. Fire up chips. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think Texas Tech. I think I think they're in the more desperate spot. Texas Tech's probably a lot better than their record. When you look at some of the, they should have beat Oregon. Everyone wants to say Oregon's a playoff team. I don't it, it, go back and watch that Oregon game, folks. Texas Tech blew a double digit lead in the in yeah. the late third, early fourth, and then they were about ten yards away from a field goal that would have won them the game. Um, yeah, and then you look at the the Wyoming game they blew a, a lead. I mean, this team has had some some heartbreak this year. Seven point loss to to Dub V in Morgantown, the overtime loss to uh to Wyoming. Um, kind of got their ass whooped by BYU though. But uh, yeah, we haven't heard any lock music yet. I'm gonna lock up Texas Tech here. Oh yeah, my bad. I I just uh I will lock up. I mean, there's there's a few that I like that are locks on this board. I mean, I'm gonna bet those Mac games. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm betting every. I'm, I'm pretty much betting every weekday game here. But I don't know um, if any, I want any Mac games to go on my on my lock record. But so I'm, I guess I'm gonna not do that and and just lock up Texas Tech here. Oh no, I'm locking up Akron minus three and a half. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll, yeah, you yeah. know what? I, let me write on that with you. Let's go, let's go, folks. And I'll join you on Texas Tech. There we go. All right. Do we have a little little parlay going on here? A little little Akron Texas Tech parlay. I like it. Let's go to the next one on Thursday. This is an awesome game. They call this one the Battle for the Belt. Yes, South Alabama Troy. It's a rivalry that doesn't go back that long, but they're in that area of the country where you know the universities have had animosity despite some of them not having football programs. So this only goes back to 2012, but it is a rivalry game. Uh <clears throat> Battle for the belt. Uh, Troy leads this all-time series, and Troy hasn't lost to South Alabama since 2017. Last year was a 10 to six classic. Um, but <laughs> we were watching that game. Troy's laying five. South Alabama is going to win this game because I never expect. I expect Troy. Here's my logic. You got to use wacky Mac la- logic for this uh, South Alabama <laughs> team this year. Um, it's hard to know which one's going to show up, right? I mean, the team that beat. Oklahoma State by 26 in Stillwater. And by the way, Oklahoma State, if they win this weekend, looking like the front runner to play for the Big 12 championship. Um, then they uh, they somehow lose to Central Michigan. <laughs> then they beat ULM by 48. ULMs look decent. Then they beat Southern Miss by 52. <laughs> and then they, they lay an egg against Louisiana last week. I got no idea, but that's why South Alabama wins this game. South Alabama plus five. I'll pl- I'll ride that plus one seventy five money line there, it, even though it's on the road. Even though it's on the road, what are you doing here? Yeah, that game against the Raging Cajuns. I mean, they they out they had more yardage by about one hundred fifty more yards, but they lost a turnover battle five to nothing. You know, so you're not going to win a game when you lose a turn the turnover ba- uh, battle that bad. Carter Bradley threw two picks and he fumbled three times. The one thing to watch out for is that he was taken off the field with a knee injury very late in that game. It it appears that it's nothing serious, but you you probably want to monitor that because I want nothing to do with true freshman Gio Lopez on the road at Troy, if that's the case. Fair, but I think Carter uh, Bradley is going to play, and yeah, perhaps that was you know a look ahead spot last week, or or just or you know turnovers are just kind of fluky. So um, I think uh, I think the fact that uh, South Bama lost. Last year, and they they had this game circled. They had it circled all off season. I think they come into Troy, Alabama, and this is going to be a very close game, probably low scoring like last year. And I think five or six points is too many. So I'm going to agree with you again and go with the Jaguars. Mm, mm. 
We got a barn burner. Uh, speaking of Tobacco Road, going on in Durham, North Carolina. And, I, and if memory serves me correct, NC Nick, are you going to be in attendance at the I Wake will. Forest Duke game? There. I will be in attendance, and I'm wearing the hat tonight. Go Duke! You know this rivalry. This is why college football is great, and I'm glad this game because this wouldn't happen as often as before with with the two divisions split. But they have been playing this game since 1889. Beautiful. 18 fucking 89 when Wake Forest skunked the Dukes 32 nothing. I saw that headline today that, that that gave out the ACC like protected rivalries for the next seven years, and 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 Duke and Wake is on the list. So at least they didn't screw that up. There we go. Uh, Duke is laying twelve and a half points. Eighteen fucking eighty nine. You can't. This is silly. Duke won by three a year ago. Remember Mike Elko, former defensive coordinator, for a long time with Dave Clawson. All right. At I Wake. think I, I right. think I think he was at Wake. I think he was at uh, Bowling Green with him. I think he was at Richmond with him. Yeah. So, uh, if I may, uh, who won last year? It was Duke, Duke won 34 31. So, I think it's only fitting that Dave Clawson. <laughs> because I understand how the bastard thinks. I taught him. Now I owe him one. He owes him one. So, I will lock up 12 and a half points. Riley Leonard's not healthy. You have to take the points here. Love this game on the schedule. Love it on a Thursday night. This Thursday night slate's incredible. NC Nick, you're at. You're going to the game. Like Duke has been excellent in Durham this year. I mean, they have double-digit wins over Clemson, NC State, Northwestern, who's just one game back in the Big Ten West, <laughs> which I did not think I would be saying on uh, October 30th. Uh, and and the, the tough loss to Notre Dame was at home too. So so they've been really good at home, but. The fact that Riley Leonard is nowhere near 100%, and I think you have to take the points here. I, I think I've taken Duke ATS every game this year, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off. I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not gonna lock it because uh, I think Duke. I think coming home after that tough road trip at Florida State at Louisville is exactly what they need. But I do think it's too many points. And uh, Mitch Griffiths is back for Wake. They are another team with some quarterback injuries. So I, I think you have to to grab those points in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, folks, there's another Thursday game happening in beautiful, lovely, amazing Daytona beach, Florida, <laughs> <laughs> but this is the true toilet bowl here. One in seven Mississippi Valley state heading to Daytona, you know, Florida to take on one in seven Bethune Cookman. Remember Ed Reed was their coach for four days. Um, no one cleaned up the previous coach. <laughs> Didn't send the cleaning crew in, but we got a banger going on in Daytona Beach, Florida on ESPNU. This is a rivalry game, sort of, that goes back to the 60s, the 1960s. They've been playing each other. Um, I am currently seeing Bethune Cookman as a three-point favorite. Now, the last time they played last year, Bethune won by 10 on the road against those Delta Devils. But can the Wildcats of Bethune? I think you got to lay the points here. Mississippi Valley state's a terrible team. I mean, both are terrible, but Mississippi Valley state is, is the only one in between the two that has a win over an FCS opponent. Cause the only team Bethune has beaten is Savannah. Bethune's state. been kind of feisty lately, man. They, they, 
They kept it uh, within three with Texas Southern. They almost beat Alabama State, who who's pretty good. Even Jackson State, they only lost by six. True, they've been they've been close. But I'm kind of you know, I mean Mississippi Valley State, their quarterback Ty Jerry and Williams. You know that sounds like a MEAC quarterback. Luke Sprague, the white guy, quarterback uh, Bethune Cookman, just doesn't feel right in this game. But no, <laughs> I agree. I think Bethune Cookman's better. They've been close to getting a W of late. And I think you, uh, yeah, I think they're going to beat the, uh, the Delta devils as much as I like that nickname, <laughs> best the name Delta devils, be- I dude, think you the, go wildcats. Dude. Can we be honest? The FCS names are way better than the FBS for sure. Cause everyone's not, well, I guess the Bethany Cook and wildcats doesn't help my point. No, but, here, but, but you got like the Florida A&M rattlers, which is yeah. unique. You have, you have the Delta devils. You have the fucking Jack rabbits. You got the Salukis. You got just these aw- spider Richmond spiders, just great fucking names. Great for sure. The lumberjacks of Northern Arizona, even though Stephen F. Austin has it too. It's this they have great names. The Thunderbirds. I agree. You know the 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 blue hens. Yeah, they're just great. The, 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 great the black fucking, bears. Yeah, yeah, they just do it right. They do it right, man. Uh, Friday night. Before we get to Friday night, though, I want to tell you folks out there that the. College football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets. Uh, com and use that promo code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. I love these weekday games this week. This might be my favorite weekday slate of of the whole it's fucking fire. year. Uh, we're going. Unfortunately, I wish it was in Chestnut Hill, but it's in that fucking uh, what are they calling it? Wireless dome, some bullshit like that. The Syracuse JMA wireless. Yeah, so uh, Syracuse Orange Men are hosting the Boston College Eagles. The Red Hot. Boston College <laughs> Eagles. Four who, in a row. I have the over on them at six That's wins. Right. So uh huge game going on here. Uh this is a this this well, this is a big time rivalry here too. This goes back to nineteen twenty four. They were in the big east forever. But uh Syracuse has won three of the past five. You could t- you could say that's a Dazio or Halfley, I don't know. But Syracuse laying two and a half points. Wrong team favorite. Boston College soars in that filthy dome. All right. What are you doing here? I disagree. I'm going to use your logic here. I'm going to use your Mac logic <laughs> where this line doesn't make any sense because Syracuse has dropped four in a row. Granted, it was a tough schedule. I mean, Clemson at UNC at FSU at Virginia tech, they've been on the road for three straight weeks and Boston college has won four in a row. So I, I, I expected this to be Boston college minus three. So I think the line stinks and you know what? I think Syracuse is going to pull out a surprise here. Boston college struggles to defend the run 108th in the country. I think the shredder and like Quint Allen can have a nice game and Syracuse bounces back from that four game losing streak. Cause let's face it. Boston college. Isn't that good. Still alive to win the ACC champ or make the ACC championship. That's why <laughs> BCU gets it done at that filthy dome. Look, we got a bunch of great rivalries here. Next up, we jump to the the border war, the battle of the bronze boot. Uh, Colorado State heading to Laramie. Colorado State Air Force. Did you catch any of that game, NC Nick? No, I didn't. 
It was in, uh, dude. It was in the Let snow. Me tell you, can I it tell you glorious. about Halloween these days? Hall- Halloween with little kids. It's not. It's not one day of the year. It's like a whole week. Mm. So I was knee deep with parties and parades and pumpkin carvings and shit. I didn't catch as much <laughs> football as, as I would like to. I still caught a decent amount, but this game wasn't one of them. Well, these two, as we we were just in both these cities, they're located sixty miles apart from one one another, sixty five miles, I think. But um, uh. This is a big time rivalry, and by the way, Colorado State Air Force was in the snow. It was everything that's great with college football. It's fucking oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, one of the cool things about us going to Wyoming earlier in the year was that I didn't realize it was that big of a, of a rivalry. But our Wyoming fans that we were sitting with, they said our biggest rivalry is Colorado State. We don't care if we lose every other game; we want to beat the Rams. Yeah, and they have beaten them the past two years. They've actually won. Don't look now. Six of the last seven. Now, some of that Steve Adazio effect, but once again, the Boston College logic. Um, uh, but Craig Bowl, he circles this one as they, and maybe that's why Boise got him. Maybe they were looking ahead to the Battle of Bronze Boot. This game's been happening since the 1800s as well. 1899, the first time uh, they ever squared off on the gridiron. NC Nick, uh, Wyoming's laying seven in Laramie. Wyoming only has two wins by a touchdown or more this year. They beat <laughs> Portland State by 14 and New Mexico by nine. This is not a team that you want to lay a decent amount of points with. This is a rivalry game. It was it was 14 to 13 last year. I got to take the points here. <laughs> I, dude, uh, we're agreeing too much here on this one. I feel like as much as <laughs> I want to take. We, we just disagreed on the previous Yeah, game. Yeah, I know. As much as I want to take, like, I, you know, I, I love Wyoming, but I feel like. Seven points, the yeah. rivalry game. Hey, I mean, look, Colorado State was tied up at Air Force. They were tied up with Air Force 13 13 last week before that kind of got out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, I, I was a bit shocked by this line. So, Princeton's in first place. This is a Friday night game. This one's on ESPNU, too. Princeton's in first place in the Ivy League. Now, they only have a one game lead on. Dartmouth, fucking Dartmouth. Uh, but uh, the this the, and the Tigers currently in first place. They upset Harvard two weeks ago. They're as far as I'm seeing here. They're ke- they're getting eight points. Dartmouth is no Princeton. Princeton at, is at uh, despite them being in first place. I wanted to double check with this line. Maybe this changes. So pay attention to it. Uh, occasionally when they send me these lines, the FCS, you know, I get the FCS line sent to me. Yeah. Occasionally they will have the, the minus on the wrong side of it, but either way, I'm a bit shocked at this line. This is a, a right. This rivalry goes back to like 1897 or some shit like that. And by the way, Dotmouth has a five game lead. On Princeton last last season, Princeton won seventeen fourteen. Now the previous two years, Dartmouth won thirty one seven and twenty seven to ten. So maybe that's the logic here. But man, I don't know. All I know is Memorial Field in Hanover, New uh, New Hampshire is gonna be rocking. And in the name of Buddy Tevens, fucking Dartmouth is gonna beat Princeton and cover. No, <laughs> take the points, take the points in Princeton. Uh, I mean, what are it's you doing tough here? Painting the uh, senior quarterback for Dartmouth, Dylan Cadwallader. Uh, but I'm going to do that here. Too many points. I think, you know, you know, my strategy with FCS, when in doubt, take the points. 
And it's I mean, don't like your strategy with the Mac. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget with Blake, uh, Princeton's starting quarterback, Blake Stenstrom, former Colorado Buffalo transfer, son okay. of Steve, Steve Stenstrom, the oh. former Stanford Cardinal quarterback. All right. Yeah. I'd agree. There we go. Golden arm. All right. Go, let's ride with it. Let's take the points. Let's do um, it. All right. Look, uh, before we get to the DFS side of it, um, what are we locking up here? What, what's our lock dog tease here? All right. So uh, the, the, the two, the bets I feel best about is the Akron minus three and a half, the Texas tech minus three. If I'm going to throw a third in there, it would probably be South Alabama or Colorado state. So that's the parlay. I mean, you know what? I like the parlay. I, I, how about we just do, I hate to go against my boys, but the Thursday night parlay, Texas tech wait for South Bama. <laughs> Love it. Uh, maybe the South Alabama is the one. How about how about this? <laughs> Texas Tech, Wake Forest, Colorado State. That's pretty solid. South Which Alabama's is probably gonna probably gonna hit, but they're so all over the place. I feel like I would hate for that to crash this parlay. <laughs> I think my favorite dog has to be Colorado State. Yeah, no. I like the chips. Chips would be my favorite dog. What about we have some fun and do a little teaser? Yeah, I like uh, what we bring. I mean, if you get wake up to 18 and a half, there's no way you're losing that. There's zero. There's no way you're fucking losing that. That's pretty good. And oh, and get move up Colorado State too to 13. Yeah, to 13. There's no way you're losing that. Wyoming right? just barely beat P- Portland State by that much. <laughs> hey, the and Vikings to, can row in throw, any weather. To throw one more in there, I got it for you. What is it? Central Michigan plus 11 and a half because come on, Northern Illinois only plays close games. Dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, even though I was on Northern Illinois minus the, the five and a half, I think you're right. I think that's a teaser. Do I need to let, let's just rattle off short of the Akron game, Northern Illinois this year, they won by three against Boston college in overtime. The next week they lost to an FCS Southern Illinois team by three. Then they lost at Nebraska by, by once again, it's fine if they lose because CMU you're getting sure. them in the points. Uh, they actually lost three straight after that two point game, eight point game. Then they did beat Akron by 41, but that's Akron. That was the the, the first game without DJ irons. Uh, they beat Ohio by 10. So you'd still be covering that, right? They beat Eastern Michigan by seven. La- the last time they played. So it, you're in a great spot with the points. There. Yeah. So that that's the third leg of that tease. Our guy Ryan wants to 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 tease over zero and move Texas Tech to plus three. I think that's reckless. I, I don't know about that. I mean, I locked up Texas Tech minus three, so I I, I see your point. But you, usually you don't cross zero, right? I mean, I do sometimes because I'm a maniac. But uh, and I I don't hate that play in Lubbock, but TCU's backup quarterback's good. It's just he sucked on the yeah. road the first time I saw him in in the Little Apple. That's a tough first two road games, by the way. If you're, you're probably hoping that you get like Baylor or you know <laughs> what I mean, like uh, Houston, Cincinnati, go in, maybe. Yeah, go go into Kansas State and Texas Tech as your first two road starts. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the dog, the, the dog I'm going to go is chips. Chips are going to win on the money line. No, no, no. The dog is Colorado state. Although I'll tell you this, if Riley Leonard is not that healthy, wake is plus three eighty. Yeah. Wake has been so bad this year though. At least Duke's defense is good, but Duke scored zero points last week. I mean, that would be the juiciest dog. That's the, that's yeah. the biggest I, line I, I, of the, of, actually, of the, 
Well, yeah. no, the Toledo Buffalo is the biggest line, but I think we ride Wake money line, CMU money line. Maybe you maybe you think about parlaying that. Let's yeah. fucking go. All right, folks, if you're watching on YouTube, just stay put. We're gonna be doing our FCS show here, uh, so stick around here. <laughs> 